Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, why is Sam? Why can't I hear Sam? All right, believe it or not, this is try number about eight or nine, Giovanni. Internet, mic, everything. It's uh, it's 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 always fun here on the Touring Giants podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, episode number two thirty six. Welcome back. Uh, thank you all so much for hanging out with us for this hour and change. I know you have. So many options for Juventus-related entertainment, and we are truly blessed that you chose us. My name is Farhad. I am the host that loves you most. I am joined here by my, by the two polar opposites, Uncle Gio and Sam the Hammer Adamo. What's up, buddy? What's up, boys? Excellent to be back. Thank you for having us back on. Let's just get these sunglasses on as per. There you go. There you go. There you go. Sam Adamo is a host of the Bordello podcast. He goes off. The man can talk. Uh, Sam, so happy to have you. It's, Giovanni? It's great, be, it's great to be back. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Is, is the mic coming through? Am I good on the no, mic? No, you're, you're, you're excellent. Sam Sam yeah, hasn't yeah. been on the podcast for about six months or so. Has Giovanni, you're, yeah, yeah. Giovanni, Giovanni, your episode was, was as always, as, you know, popular as always. We've got a few things to, to, uh, to follow here to, um, to, I don't know. We, we have a lot of stuff to, to to talk about. So let's get to it, shall we? I think it's been but also like a while since like we've all been like on a podcast together. The three it's been us. years. It's it's been. Yeah, it's I'm gonna been go years. on a limb and say it might be it might be two years. I don't think we did at all last year. So it's gonna it's over a year for sure. Yeah. No, oh yeah, it, not, it is 2024 now. So definitely not in mm-hmm. 2023. So it's been like since 2022. Why, why are we yeah, polar opposites, Farhad? Yeah, exactly. I'm, what's up with that? Have Why you have you talked to Sam? <laughs> have you hung out with Sam? Uh, I only kid. You know, you know, no, Sam. No, no, it's not an insult. I just uh, why is it because so I'm erratic and he's stoic. Would you say that's you, he's you said it's because you, I don't have erratic. hair and you have plenty of hair. Maybe it's that. <laughs> yeah, uh, say at least you guys are indoors. I am. You know, I switched my uh, I switched my studio to the garage. And I forgot that it's fucking freezing in Chicago. So I here I am. Studio I, setup. That. I love yeah. the new studio setup. Let me just I say. appreciate it. I appreciate it. The background is excellent, but uh, yeah, we're, we're still working a few things out. Can we take a moment to appreciate? And I know that the reason for this is convenience or lack thereof, but I almost want to commend you guys because it is impressive that you guys live, what, minutes apart and still still do the zoom thing i have to do the zoom thing with you guys i've yet to meet either of you face to face i feel like i know you well i feel like i feel like we've had dinner before boys, we did, it boys. wouldn't be like we're getting to know each other we know each other but, but we've never met face to face you guys you guys could do this in a studio together you're choosing not to i appreciate that we're still having tech issues years on we haven't done a pod together the three of us in a considerable amount of time and it's like nothing's changed Giovanni's still complaining about choppy uh choppy wi-fi it's like you know it's like march 2020 era issues it's like we're discovering how to use zoom for the first time i'm telling we're you trying to, we're trying some to keep it interesting here, man. plenty of things change some things never change you know some things never change but you have to agree joe farhad studio looks sharp right it does. Thank you. But we're not Thank that close, you. man. Like he's in the suburbs, and it's it's not that close. Yeah, man. So, if I were to drive right now, it would take me about fifty minutes. 
And uh, yeah, Giovanni, Giovanni's a hermit. Giovanni's cool when he comes out, but mostly he just likes to hang out at home and like not have people over. He has a he has That's a moat outside of his house. He needs more. Yeah, you came to a party and you you had a bunch of fun. So don't, don't yeah. say that. You, you know yeah, the, that part, the party was awesome. Well, it, it it was it was for someone else. It wasn't for you technically, but I'm just kidding, Giovanni. It's my girlfriend. Bro, she lives here. So, <laughs> well, I was, um, I was telling I was telling Farhad before Joel when you got off for a sec that his studio looks good, but he had to he had to like he had to kind of pry it out of me almost. You know, he, he had to fucking use the jaws of life just to squeeze the compliment out of me, dude. Because I have this instinct to just not say. Do you have this also where you'll think a thing, but you won't say it. Like my girlfriend, I was telling Farhat, my girlfriend will come out of the house sometimes when I'm going to pick her up and I'll think she looks good and then I'll just not say it. And then five minutes will pass in the car, silence. She goes, you're not going to say anything. You don't think I look good? And I go, no, I, I do. I I thought it. I just didn't say it. And she says, yeah, that's convenient. Farhat had to ask me, you like the studio? And I actually thought, oh, it looks nice. But I just subconsciously. Do you, you are talking, here. you're talking to a person who will have full on conversations in his head and and think that i did it out loud like it's not a crazy <laughs> thing but like i will same thing i will i will think in my head oh my god my wife looks so beautiful i should tell her that and then like one second later i it's it's forgotten so That's it's, how you it's guys called, to seize the moment seize it's called moment. adhd by a, a, adhd by the way it's not it's a secret called two decades of smoking weed is <laughs> probably what that is <laughs> oh my god anyways I, I I love having Sam all, Sam on the podcast because you never know what was gonna, where we're going to expect. But for Sam, we have a special special guest, Alessandro Belpiero. Oh, if you wow. hear this, if you hear this, Sam, <laughs> you know what to do, bro. <laughs> I love you, bro. You know what? You know I pick on you. Uh, Sam is an aspiring stand-up comedian, so he he he's pursuing the life of. A comic, which I commend. It's it takes balls, and that, that this Thank kid you. got balls. Um, I'm doing anyway. It, you know, aspiring. I mean, I'm in the. I'm failing, perhaps uh, trying, <laughs> but but aspiring. You no, know, it, it's in pursuit currently. But you know, aspiring you know, my professional, perhaps. You know Amateur, my English. You know that. my English is limited, dude. Like I don't even know <laughs> what that means. I just heard that it means something good. So this forgive me. Big words. Yeah, I'm a goddamn Very immigrant, bro. You forget semantics. That's that's a tell of a great comedian is being uh, being tied up in semantics and uh, and and correcting people. That's what people love from a comic is a guy who says, "Well, actually, uh, actually." Anyways, let me let me have two minutes of the floor, and then we'll get into the all new Turin Giants podcast. We have a lot of new follow new listeners here, uh, just because algorithm works that way. We had. We had so many new followers, and I just did a live on Instagram trying to invite people and, and, and see if they like our podcast. I hope they do. We have fun over here. So a couple of things. TurinGiants.com, the easiest way to support this podcast and our YouTube show. Uh, stickers are literally $5, free shipping. Uh, I just had a guy from Romania order like five stickers. So if a guy from Romania can order stickers and order something on the website, you can do it too. So Help us support this podcast because these the all these all these services are not cheap. It's I'm literally just trying to uh, trying to come out at um, at zero. Anyway, StudentGiants.com. This hoodie that I'm wearing that you'll be able to see on YouTube and Instagram 
we have a restock coming. It's literally being printed as as we speak. Look at that bat. Look at that. Look at it. Come on. Nice. That's a that's an OG hoodie. Order your stickers it. to Eastern Europe now. You'll get them by Easter. <laughs> the stickers will will they, they'll start peeling off. It's gonna take so long. But you hopefully know, if they not. don't come. You could spin zone that and say, dude, this is hot stuff. The the border guys. The board guys are taking the stickers. They're seeing them saying, we got to slap this on the back of my car. This is hot contraband. Yeah. She said, no, just it's hot stuff. It's not illegal. They're like, yeah, I'll just take a little off the top for me. You know, guy orders five, he gets four. Where did the four, where did the fifth go? So again, on the back, of some, on the back of some guys who in Bucharest. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I like, uh, dude, but my, favorite and least favorite part of owning a store is filling out foreign addresses you guys don't understand the google searches that go on (laughs) why do you have yeah wire transfers do it i i mean the number of times i mean this wouldn't happen all the time but on a number of occasions i got yelled at because i i think i i reverted i inverted Mm -hmm. the number of street like in, in in north america we'll say my address is one two three main street and in other countries it'll be main main street too in italy they do that actually it's like via del popolo due it's so and if you invert that they get totally thrown off like two what, what you put the two first what is this is this an apartment is this it's a condo is this the fucking quartier what is it so yeah man it's, it's freaking hilarious so it's like seven lines of nonsensical numbers and 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 anyways it's 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 a trip but we appreciate all the orders. Of course, I, I only make fun. So before we get into the new podcast, let me tell you what happens when you go semi-viral. So our, our, our buddy Kevin Mack, he's the guy who shoots the videos from the stadium on our Instagram page, to, at Turin Giants, by the way, if you want to join us. Um, so he does the lives and he, you know, outside the stadium p- videos. It's, really, it's a really cool thing that not a lot of services are doing. So it's... It's pretty cool. So, sorry, I muted Sam, but it feels weird. Um, <laughs> so he 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 takes a video of the Vlaovic free kick from the last game against um, Sassuolo. Sassuolo, and it's the angle where Pogba scored his famous goal. That's that's the fan angle, and turns out when you go viral, people steal your shit. So this page watermark man I, I know I didn't think that I knew it was going to it was going to get some traction but if I knew what, how it was going to blow up because there's this page called Puberty Sport I've never heard of them apparently they have 2.3 million followers stealing our video man and no no credit I wrote to their HR department or whatever the whatever the email that I got uh, I DM'd them. I commented. We commented. All the whole Turin Giants crew here. We commented. They gave us kind of a half-assed credit, but you know, people are emailing me on my personal email asking for that. So it, it's it's pretty crazy how videos spread on the internet, man. It's the Wild West, man. You know, it's wild. But the the guy who emailed me, I was like, no, we're kind of stingy with our content. Blah blah blah. He's like, hey, man. It's all over the place. At least I emailed you. I took my time and blah blah blah. So I kind of send him the send him the reel. But anyways, if you see if you see a video of the fan fan view of Lauer, which is free kick goal, that's that's us. And I feel like I told Kevin, I'm like, 
this is going to be shown for a long time because that that angle of the ball dipping and and you know kind of the team celebrating it's going to become legendary so, i think it's a testament to how great of a video it was yeah i had the same thought as i thought of pogba it was from the same side yeah. as well it was vlaovic with his left foot curling it into the right side whereas the pogba goal you're referring to from 10 years ago was i think a right footed outside the you know outside the boot curler into the top left corner but it was yeah same same area same angle you're bang on yeah yeah uh, the, 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 the thing i haven't this- seen a video as clean and crisp probably since that that one that that you're talking about that one we've all seen the pogba long shot from outside the boot with the the swaz that you could kind of see same yeah. same energy yeah it was a really it's it's, it's, nice it's pretty goal. cool shout outs to to kevin he he does listen to the podcast he's our guy on the uh what what do they call him on, on the ground on the ground he's our yeah, guy in turin ground, and yeah. i mean he 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 posted some sweet stuff. I, I don't really see people posting a lot of like uh, players training and, and warming up and stuff like that. So that was pretty cool. Does he have his uh, orders? You know, if, I have uh, not some seen that, sh- that video you're talking about. So it's I'm it's on the it, only person that has not seen it yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 a pretty sweet video. Money's a read the newspaper guy. That's why I, I am a read the newspaper guy. I actually, of but course. I did watch the game. So I watched the game. I was yeah. Well, so I added on. Can I we'll, ask? we'll talk about it. The, the agenda on today's show is so we're going to talk about McKinney. Um, I, I don't think. First of all, Happy New Year, everybody. Um, Twenty twenty four, first show. I mean, first show for us. Kind of, kind of, kind of have to. Okay. Yeah, happy twenty twenty three to you as well. Fuck. I mean, how, how late are we going to wait here? I haven't, I can talk to Giovanni. I think on a call for all the last year either. <laughs> happy twenty twenty three to you as well, Giovanni. Happy twenty twenty four. All the rest. Yes, thank you, sir. Together, so. It's like a it's like a Seinfeld episode. I got I got Happy New Year in March, but yeah, <laughs> Happy New Year. I think January seventeenth is the. I think it's a cutoff. This is the cutoff. Yeah, tonight at this midnight. Is tonight, okay. all right, boom. Alessandro Belpiero confirms. So, Happy New Year. We're going to talk about McKinney, his amazing run. Um, if you if you read pundits or whoever, many people are saying that. It's our player of the of the season so far, and I and I completely agree. The most stable. Giovanni's rolling his eyes. We're gonna get his opinion. No, I'm just thinking. No, 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 no. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. No, no, no. I'm just just checking. It's it's been a long season, just catching up. But yeah, he's been the most. Yeah, he's been the most steady, and he's performed well. Honestly, we're, we'll we'll talk about else. him. Uh, we're gonna remember the legend, Stefan Licksteiner. By the way, those two—it's so funny. Those two people follow me on follow us on Instagram at Tooting Giants, and there's—I'm not gonna lie. There's so much ass kissing going on by me because getting a message from Licksteiner thanking me for wishing him a happy birthday—it's so—it's so dope. Like it's—we're we're all kids, you know, when it comes to you. You got so it. You got it. You, yeah, you got it. You got it. He's a real one too, man. Like, Express. Yeah, he's hell yeah. So, super so I've, I've, guy. To be clear, he's not dead. You said we're gonna remember the legend. I mean, he's very much alive, and, and alive it was his birthday. It was actually the opposite of his death. It was his birthday the other day. He's um, uh, he's he's making the watches and watching hockey and stuff like that. So, anyways, we'll we'll talk about watches. him. That's crazy. I completely forgot about that, man. That's so. Isn't awesome that wild? Too. That is the most Swiss thing ever. It's very much, very much him. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the game against Sassuolo. The revenge. The revenge of of the Dusan Dushan. So, 
Not too much on the show, but we will fill fill the time. Again, welcome to all the new listeners. Welcome back to all of you guys returning. I just did a live on Instagram because I should be doing more like content. It's been nothing but reels. So the the guys from our reels, reels, reels are reels work. Reels are the real the real deal. No pun intended. So I did the live with one of our friends from uh, the Chicago fan club. It was fun. People, people were really cool sending us hello from Egypt and stuff like that. There's a there's two people that were going back and forth. One said Real Madrid best, and the other one kept repeating Barcelona best. But he he kept spelling Barcelona with an S, and they just kept going back and forth. It's where what, whatever you do, there will be a that's fight. the internet in a nutshell. That's the internet in a nutshell. I'm surprised it didn't delve into some kind of discussion about Ronaldo and Messi. That's usually it's, where it's, it goes. It's quite I, ridiculous, yeah. I love, I love, I love a Messi fan here, but I must admit, Ronaldo is a class act. You ever see those comments? As if, as if being a Messi fan would preclude you from having any, any positive opinion about another man, yeah. such as Ronaldo. In the interest of uh, burning time here, Farhad, uh, before yes, we get into the rest, I have to ask you... I wanted to ask you this before, but um, shit. Do you have a plan? Does Kevin have any instructions on the ground in Turin if some shit pops off? If he's the man on the ground, then like violence occurs, violence escalates, there's flares or something. Does he have his instructions? Does he know that he's to go into the mob, into the mix <laughs> to get like firsthand? Like, They're always uh, talking about Juventus, not Napoli, Roma, or Lazio. You think that shit happens at the it, Juventus Stadium? It could happen. What if Kevin goes on the road? Well, no, I agree with you, of course. But if he were to if, go to some other less dignified city <laughs> on the road and he were to get embroiled in some kind of some kind of brouhaha, a Donnybrook of some kind. You know what? You What's know he what? going to do? I think that's when his first real test is going to come. These videos in the stadium, great, great for a while. But eventually, he's going to have to make his bones, and he's going to have to. We're going to have to see if he's willing to kill a guy for the for the for the for the podcast and the, the gram the for the gram. Do it for the gram, right? No, for the, the thing is, the thing about Kevin, he's the nicest, the the most well put together dude, and he's he's just you know class personified. But I think you know some people are nice on the outside, but there's like a devil inside of them. I feel like he will grab a flare and just just cut a motherfucker. Ass. <laughs> he will I, I i have i have no doubt in kevin and it's been super fun having like he dm'd us and uh it's been super fun having him you know before games and people love it because you know i mean it's pretty much all recycled material from like instagram uh twitter but the original not a lot of people are doing it so um so it's it's, want, it's really cool to have yeah. him. i want kevin in front of the in front of the stadio san paulo on the ground <laughs> in naples in but black and white with a microphone in hand with a bunch of Nabaletani doing this behind him. <laughs> just fucking just, just flipping him off. Sh- bombs going off behind him. As you could hear behind me, I'm in, you know, do, I'm here actual- on the ground in Naples. And they are, uh, they're decidedly not, they're decidedly not a hospitable crowd. You just hear it in the background, you know. You, 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 you ever see, I, don't, I forget what, um, what skit it was, but somebody got tagged. I think it was Dave Chappelle. Somebody, somebody got tagged on, on like on their back or something. It was, it's basically just just Kevin being graffitied on and and 
<laughs> flares going off behind him. Somebody did but, graffiti on Dave Chappelle's back. No, no it was it, it was a skit. Like if somebody oh, okay. went to oh, the Chappelle show. And, okay, I don't yeah. remember that one. Man, I need to. I need to work on my lights. I am so yellow. Like this is. I think it's my computer. It's the winter, bro. I hate to break it to you, big dog. You look yellow in real life too, dog. It's the month of January. Yeah, exactly, man. Like my girlfriend was like, "Ah, you look a little bit pale." I'm like, "Yeah, it's 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 January in Chicago." You're supposed to love me twelve months a year. That's how this works, you know. There you go. This is this is a little better. I bought the shittiest ring light, and it's been the bane of my existence, dude. I swear to God, since when did Amazon become like a just, just, just nothing but cheap Chinese products? Since when is that a thing? No I'm offense. I'm a contributor to that problem. It's, it's, it's what I do for a living, my man. It, like, I, I'm in an age now where I would rather buy something more expensive and just know that it's not gonna, it's not gonna go anywhere, not gonna break. Yeah, uh, as as, a, as one of the better, as one of the more prominent dildo salesmen in Canada, I on Amazon, I will tell you, don't buy your dildo from me. I, it might leech. He's not kidding. He's not kidding. There's no, there's no oversight. There's none. You can't sue me. I don't exist. You understand? I mean, he, he's not kidding. He, 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 he really does sell women's pleasurables online so it's a lot uh, of men like them actually but sam, sam is there. anyways let's get into it um boys who wants to take on uh, a beast named mckinney and why he's been so excellent this last this this season so far i don't think he scored any goals yet uh but there's been a few very good assists i think he has one i was i was checking Oh, by the way, ESPN DM. Yeah. Speak, speaking of the real, sorry, I'm gonna go back. Uh, ESPN DM'd us on Twitter, and they're like, "Hey, can we, you know, permission to use this video?" Blah blah blah. ESPN FC. The amount of because we're on group chat with the, with the guys of the Turin Giants. I think Sam, you're you're in that thread also. Yeah, yeah, I check it sparingly, uh, but yeah, I'm in it. Yeah. The the amount of. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? The amount of conditions that I brought upon ESPN so so they can use my 10-second clip. It was hilarious. And they never ended up posting it because I was like, well, here's the thing. You're going to do this. You're going to do this. You're going to do this. I'm you like, got to hey, keep let's... it simple with these guys. <laughs> it's, 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 you know, it's, it's quick. Uh, it's, it's a quick turnaround with them. It's post it, move on. Post and go. So oh, you well. don't need to deal with your bullshit. Oh, well. And I, uh, I, I wrote to them. I'm like, Hey, how about how about covering Italian football more than just a few highlights here and there? Oh, no, I think that I think that was the problem. Dude, they don't own the 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 rights to it, dog. Y'all are just giving people problems, man. That's yeah, why they're not <laughs> gonna pay CBS for it. Yeah, that's true. I wish there was a service where all three of the non-EPL leagues would be on the same platform. I feel like that's a good idea. Hopefully yeah, it's that's called, uh, it's, it's called a streaming website. Sell their product for shit, man. It's so called a streaming website. Go. Every <laughs> league in the world is on VIPbox.lc, my man. I mean, what are you doing? You're making your life complicated with different networks. Just go to the one site that has them all, man. I mean, that's the only real way of guaranteeing it. Otherwise, I mean, you're not gonna have one conglomerate that's gonna buy all three, you know, three, four yeah. leagues' rights. I mean, right? They all what's, have different budgets, and what's that's, the that's their again? You- They're spending it on one league, so. What's the website again? <laughs> VIPbox.lc is what I've been using for, 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 for years, man. 
That is the illegal website, which I do not recommend you go to. I love it. Uh, I'm, I'm, it's a terrible name. I already forgot it. VLCboxVIP.com. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't even tell. I didn't. I didn't even say it. I. You didn't say it. No, was, this whole thing's a psyop. There is no. There is no website. But the, yeah, that's uh, where I. That's where I have heard some people watch. I don't. I pay for shit. But you know. Yeah, I mean. ESPN, Matt. Yeah, the embargo just uh, just just got a year longer. They're saying, you know what? Let's take another year off from Italian soccer. This fucking guy from Turin Giants is annoying us. And he, what? Who's the biggest club in Italy? These guys. This is one of the bigger. Just you know what? Let's not even bother with this league no more. Forget well, the it. problem the problem was Ronaldo left, and that was their bread and butter. And now, you know, there's no one to no one to fanboy over. But anyways, I, I really, I mean, I. I would love to watch La Liga. I would love to watch Bundesliga. To me, is really underrated, and I just wish there was a place where I knew where it was. You know what I mean? You ever get a Fire Stick? You ever get one of those jailbroken, um, like all channel um, boxes? I, I don't know how it works over there. Uh, I mean, Chicago. What is it? Uh, is it uh, maybe? Uh, is it maybe like a, like a Lebanese or a Syrian man that comes to install it in? in Montreal, it's usually a, a Russian guy. Will come to your house and once a year upkeep it. You pay him a little. You pay him a fee in cash, and he he just gives you. We've never done this, but I'm thinking Damon of moving out with my lady soon, and we'll probably do this. We, you just get like every channel under the sun. You get you fucking. You get pay per views. You get movies, porn, uh, news. You could watch the war in Iraq if you want. Probably on the, on on this thing. I mean, it's got everything. Ke- it's like Kevin live streaming. What's up? Kevin live streaming the war. Yeah, 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 dude, dude. I'll bet you on one of these boxes, you could just watch your buddy take a dump on, on if you just. Stand, I just did. Stand the channels long <laughs> enough. Right. Yeah. Me. Right. Yeah. So that's that was oh that was between God. us. Jesus. No one knows. What, I was I, I was on the, I was on the crapper before we started this. That is true. I was like, I did, you mind you, I did post an Instagram story on the shitter saying, "Hey, I'm on the shitter. Oh, I'm about to go live with Turin Giants. We're oh going with the day late. You're getting please, two please podcasts in one day. Anyway, back to taking the dump." Please but yeah, no, you could basketball. probably hack into my phone and just watch me take a dump from one of those boxes. They're oh incredible. my god! I mean, every every stream on on Earth is on that. That's what yeah. I that's what I would would do if I were so hell bent on watching every league. I don't know if you guys have that, but I don't have much time for to watch all of that stuff. Um, but do yeah, you have. Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you guys of have? Course. You've heard of those, right? Yeah, man. Come on, man. You know. Anyways, I'm not gonna get into it. We're, we we do. When you have Sam, you need to. You need to stay on course. Stay on course, brother. My friend, uh, I'm trying, trying to help you. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to sell you TV box. It's the same price <laughs> as everything else you pay, my friend. We've um, been online for 28 minutes, and we've talked about Juve maybe three. So, all right. Well, so, listen, the plan for the pod was to wish uh, Stefan Lichtsteiner a happy birthday and talk about Weston McKenney. So, I mean, we're, this is good. I think uh, how long is the Lichtsteiner thing going to take, you know? Literally we share memories of him, actually. Uh, yeah, we're, I mean, I was going to ask about about what we remember about it. I'm still trying to find the best angle here, but anyways, let's stick to this. So, Weston McKinney, the guy is—he's he, back with a vengeance. You know, the most consistent guy, and and I feel like whenever he wasn't injured last couple of years, he was he was also good. You know, the problem was with his injuries, and then he was ousted to Leeds out of all teams. I feel like if it wasn't Leeds. It would, you know, he would have a lot more success, but you know, know. didn't didn't work out there, did he? Um, your thoughts on on McKinney boys? 
I mean, the issue in the prior years was that he was inconsistent, right? So I think that that may have been one of the problems. And I think it's also just Allegri trying to figure out the best solution in midfield. Too many people, right? So they sent him out. But it's a good thing. I think, you know, he made the most out of his opportunity, which is all you can ask for on a player, right? You want somebody to just come, do their best all the time, whether you're a bench warmer or not. And he's been killing it. He has been the most consistent. He's been one of the most dynamic. He's produced, whether it's been, you know, and just playmaking or or just straight assists. So, yeah, he's been good. Really, really good. You, you can't I, underestimate I, the value of consistency um, in your life or just familiarity and, and sticking around somewhere. A lot of players have short leashes and they get out, you know, sorry, they get sent out on loans or, you know, if doesn't work out exactly as hoped as quickly as hoped they're gone they're out the door they're bought out they're sold um there were efforts to get rid of McKenney, i think because they you know management i suppose had written him off but i guess just sort of through the way the chips fell he randomly kind of fell back in our lap. There wasn't much expectation. Mm -hmm. So I think the way he's been playing, just it being higher than the low expectations that we had, I think is positive. But I think just through like sheer luck, almost just him kind of falling back into the team, being back in Turin, back in Italy, um, as a new addition to the team, but as a guy who's kind of already familiar with the league, the pace, the life there, he seems to have done well given given all those factors, or at least that's my hypothesis. I suspect that he might have just taken a while to settle in. I mean, when did he sign for us? Four years ago. I think during COVID is when he joined the team. Um, you know, he was in he was in the city for a couple of years before leaving and is coming back, but you know, he's coming back with his tail between his legs, but with 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 an understanding of how shit's done there. He he already he had already played for the team before. He's familiar with, with, with the training ground. I mean, having Weya around probably doesn't hurt. Just have a familiar face and a guy he could, you know, share the experience with. But, uh, I, but I, I think it might have just been a case of him finally settling in, you know, even though there was a I, gap here. I, I think the fact was that he came in with Pirlo. And then when um, Allegri came back, like Allegri was still trying to figure him out. And I think... Uh, we've talked about it in prior pods, but I think Allegri has shown a little bit of more of a... He's had to been forced to evolve, right? Like, he's had to change things, the you know, the way he's coaching, the way he's approaching the games. And he's had to do it with what's been put in front of him. Um, last year, the team got, like, the minus 10 points. They had, uh, you know, the uh, the stipend issues, right? The payment issues on top of so many things, the, the plus valences. So the the team this year is depleted, especially in midfield. So he's had to been forced to, you know, make make lemonade with lemons and with McKenny being one of them. But McKenny's been really good. And now I don't think I, I don't think Allegri gets rid of him in that midfield. Who who do you sit? I don't no, I, I wouldn't sit him down. I also think there's value to the fact that Allegri knew him already, you know, and a little bit, yeah. he's capable of. I don't know if he's changed his lifestyle, if his diet's better. I, I think I'd heard something about him having. He looks more, front, more fit. 
more dynamic. He, he's not yeah. like he doesn't gas out um, as much as he did before. Definitely his diet. I mean, we've seen, we saw it. What was that? Was it the Netflix? Uh, was it Prime Video? Whatever that show yeah. was. Like, yeah, they he used Big to Mac. be what. I mean, if you're an American guy and you move to Italy, man, of course you're going to eat what I... Like, it's de- food's right. delicious. I can't... <laughs> right. What are you going to do? There's not enough good food in Italy, right? But, um, I mean, I don't know. Man. He always had chubby cheeks. Uh, it was always hard to gauge what, his, what was going on under the <laughs> it really shirt. It does. Does that I make can, sense? I can, under- I, can absolutely, <laughs> I can absolutely see McKinney rocking, like, a full-on beard soon. I remember Bartali. Yeah, by the way, that is a solution. If you got no chin or you got a fat face, a beard is absolutely the move. That's my professional opinion as a guy who does barbering on the side. But, but oh, I remember Bartali you, for you, years you, was accused you, of being a bit of a chubster. And then he actually, I remember in a, I think in a video with true. the Azzurri, I think, you know, before tournaments, they would sometimes do like Q&As with players. And I think somebody commented, yeah, you look a little husky. He goes, no, it's all peck. I'll bet you he's right. Bartali was probably just a monster, you know, but he looked like he could have been chubby. He's barrel chested, but apparently he was fit. You know, it's hard yeah, it's to just, know what's going on under the shirt. It was just thick dudes, man. Just dudes that love to just look like. Listen, you know, I'm dude, I'm you know, I'm the only per- I I I will never stop mentioning the fact that I met Weston McKinney and had a conversation with him. But <laughs> he he's he's pretty tall. He's he he looks he looks uh, like you know how camera adds whatever they say ten pounds or whatever. He's a he's a pretty big fit dude. Like he's taller than me, and I'm five eleven. He's a man. Um, He's a man. Yeah, you know, the, it's so weird because some people have the cheeks, but the rest of the body is not consistent right. with the cheeks. So um, it's very, it's very, <laughs> it's very ambiguous. Yeah, no, I, I, I know exactly what you mean. I'm basing my assessment that he's comfortable in Italy now off the fact he did a podcast. He did a podcast with Keen, which is basically, I mean, it's, oh yeah, if you saw that, I don't know how you know. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not, I'm not going to be the first guy to criticize someone for doing a pod, but I don't know if he's yeah, really in it. I mean, he does feel like a guy who kind of doing other stuff other than football, which is normal and fine, but also like as a fan who doesn't really give a shit about the personal lives of, play, lives of players, you, you, kind of, you kind of want them to be like nerds who only do football. Um, I don't know. Those people would podcast. Those fucking podcast people, huh? Yeah, no. Um, yeah, well, it's so funny. You speaking of Keen, uh, there's rumors of him. You know, Yildiz is taking the spot now, and and he's thinking of moving on from Juve. Uh, we had a bet going with with Kevin. Speaking of, Ke- it's this is a very Kevin centric show. Uh, it would be a bummer if you missed this one. But anyways, we have a we have a we had a bet with Kevin. Uh, he said that Keen was gonna bang in ten goals, uh, and I would get him a shirt. For that so i think i think my money is safe with it but um, he could still do it for another team if he's in syria i think the issue is that nobody expected yieldies to pop off right and you know kiesa everybody like that that striker group up until three weeks ago was suspect right and we saw it like it would run hot and cold hot and cold hot and cold hot and cold for like two months none of them scored so, you know, I don't think anybody expected Yildiz to come on so strong. And somebody's got to drop off, especially with Milik coming back on and Vlaovic. You don't need, I mean, Kim would be too much of a double of, of either player. So I, I, I think he'll do great in a lower team like Roma, if they can. I don't, I don't know much about other, other but I, 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 I never, I never. I never thought 
um, keen was was Juventus material. People kept trying to what never, never. When he was 17, 18, you didn't. Yeah, think he he's was? been there. Like you guys, like I actually thought about this before the podcast, but yeah, Yildiz has gone on. Has now scored what three goals through three in four games or whatever it is. Like Keen after. He his debut the season after I think it was the season the first season of Ronaldo or something like that he scored like double digits within like a very short period of time right like Juventus decided to sell him that year but had he stayed and developed we don't know what his potential could have been right that's Mm -hmm. a case of to me you, you know his growth being interrupted from like just being disrupted with all these transfers. To me, he was too young. Juventus should have invested in him. And I think we could have seen a different type of striker, especially with like more rigidity, more more discipline in how he plays. So I don't disagree. I think the weird the weird Oh brother, this guy stinks. stinks. Oh brother. Come on, this man. This guy stinks. Come on. I mean, start to the year. He was one of our best players for like for a stretch of like three games. He was maybe our best player. Yeah, I I don't know. I I've never liked Keane, so it's you know it's I never liked his style. It was it was. I can tell you played that soundbite twice just for effect, just to show how much because it's all loop. Nothing gets past Sam. I swear to God. Um, yeah, there's but, oh, there's this. Look at you, you made our sound drop. Watch Calcio. Calcio is life. I like Calcio. I like IFTV. Look, I'm wearing a Calcio hat. What the hell are we listening to? I don't even know what he has. These are these are sound drops that I have here on my you know, at my disposal. That's a good, that's a good but uh, yeah, let's let's good. let's get back to McKinney. I feel like Juve is going to be strong for a long time. I truly believe that our our slump is over, and McKinney is going to be one of those guys that's going to be the uh, an important part of the team for the next few years. Uh, if 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 Keen, speaking of Keen, if he drops off, which most likely he will go. I mean, look, there's so many teams that could use te- that could use Keen. Um, I like the competition. I love the fact that players get benched. Like that's that's a sign of a good team. Um, apparently, it doesn't apply to Alexandro, but you know what I mean. Uh, Keen is gone. McKinney, McKinney, so far, so far, player of the year for us, right? Yeah, I, I mean. Definitely the most impactful so far in the first half. This is this is for McKinney. Well done. Who can, who who recognizes this voice? Well done. He's he's Bernardeschi's being linked with Juve is the Holy most hilarious. Crap, is that Bernardeschi? I was gonna say that sounds like a woman. I was thinking I was thinking female. I was like, is that a woman I know? You know, it's funny. I was actually about to. I was about to. I was about to mention how. I don't know where he's going to fit into the team. I, I, I'm reading that it's basically a done deal that he wants Juve and Juve want him, but they just have to move some parts. But apparently it's like a mutual thing where I guess Allegri knows he could trust him and, and management is willing to take him back. They think they'll, they'll be able to do it on money that's favorable. Apparently they want to get rid of Kostic is what I'm hearing. Apparently there's yeah, interest Kostic, in Kostic is, not, Kostic. is not producing... No, I mean, I still don't. I don't really. I never dislike Kostic. I just think Cambiaso is probably. I, don't, I think Cambiaso is kind of. I guess his rise has been the the, the death sentence for 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 Kostic. But I don't know. I mean, the, 
the thinking I guess there is if you get rid of one wide guy, then you could bring another wide guy in. But Bernardeschi, I think, is a better attacking player. So what would they use him as a wing back? Would they use him as a wide guy who's got to track back? That's kind of what I let that's kind of what I likely did for a while. You trusted him. He's, I mean, very, fit, he's a very fit player. But do you I, guys remember? He's never going to really be a, a you know a prolific goal scorer until from now until the time he retires. You know, right? There were periods of time where he was so, where he was scoring a lot of goals for Fiorentina. He had a couple of uh, you know he had a couple of little spells here and there at Juve that were um, promising, where he looked like a tantalizing attacking player. But he'll probably never really be all that. Given the other options available, it's like you know what if he's flexible enough, I guess he might make sense to toss in a wide position, you know he can handle the ball like a creative attacking player, but if he's disciplined enough, I guess that might work. Just I find that weird. I don't it's like you're getting rid of Keen to bring in Bernardeschi. That feels like almost like the same type of player by trade anyway. I know Bernardeschi's kind of evolved, but he was he was bred as like a wide attacking player who could occasionally even play at striker. I know he hasn't for a while, but found that a little odd. Uh, it, it, listen, I, I it can be fun. to just provide coverage in the midfield with a you know with with a player that's um that's flexible from his position standpoint because number one Bernardeski has shown that flexibility right you can put yeah. him in a four three three you can put him as a wing back in a three five two you can play anywhere the except center back is, pretty much like, so uh, sorry the other thing is that you bring him back he'll do he'll play wherever you want him to play that's yeah. the thing. And he'll do it quietly. He's not going to cost you much. And it's not going to, you know, re- remove balance from that, like, zen that is right It's a low-impact low impact transfer, as they call it. Exactly. Low expectations. And, and With low expectations, that, I think he might really give us a lot of, a lot of joy, I think. I think he'll well, be a joy we've, to watch. He's he still a graceful player, but we won't expect anything. He won't have the $40 million price tag anymore. That'll be long gone. We'll have, you know, kind of cashed in on him. Didn't he lot did he not sign for Toronto on a free? He might have. I don't know. That loss is sunk, you know? I don't, I don't know. There's no loss. It's just a low risk, high reward. And the other thing, too, that like Allegri's been saying in um, the Italian news is that he's um he's really focused on keeping the team dynamics unchanged. Because I think I, I said something to Farhad last year, um, uh, towards the end when we started kind of like ratcheting like you know one zero wins that were kind of like a little bit like last minute stroke a lock whatever and Mm -hmm. to me it showed grit and it showed growth in a team that in the past three years showed none of that Mm -hmm. and it showed it especially in spite of some of the challenges that came from last year into this year with Fajoli being suspended with Pogba being suspended and all of that bs so to me, right. I think Allegri, what's top of mind for him is keeping the dynamics, keeping this core group, and then using motivation to drive that chase of Inter. The, Juventus is going to win this Scudetto simply not, not because they are a better team and a better roster than Inter. They are not. I'm telling you, I'm a Juve fan. Inter has got a better team um, than, than Juventus. But they will beat Inter simply because they have more grit and they wanted more. That is the only reason. I, I do love the the team spirit nowadays. I, I it's it's always fun. Like people despise when your team is down, but I always mentioned the the rise back to the top, whoever whoever your team is, is just so fun. It's 
you know, football always goes in cycles. And people forget to enjoy that little, like, rise to the top again, whether it be Vlaovic producing again or Yildiz coming out of nowhere and banging in these beautiful goals that are that are highlights worthy. So I, I when we were down, when last season, you, you can just forget that shit. But I knew that Juve won't take, wouldn't take long to come back on top, and it just feels so good to to know all these new new faces and 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 see people who you want to leave leaving. So it's it's going to be fun for the next couple of years. You know, finally discussing something positive and and like you said, uh, Giovanni, we don't know if Juve is going to win the the, the scudetto or not. Uh, what do you guys think? Tell me quickly, Sam. Juve seasons, like, seasons like this are what it's about, where there's a race and where um, the league feels competitive. Um, it feels like it's only really a two-horse race, but but it is. It is that's only a, a two-horse race. But it does, yeah. But it doesn't feel like in years past when it was, it was a two-horse race between say us and Napoli, and we were like killing it, and so were they. This feels like. Two teams, Juve and Inter, that are a little more <coughs> impressive, yes, but I think they're they both have to exhibit great levels of tactical discipline and mental fortitude. Um, as opposed to in the past, I think when Juve's like kind of just, you know, in that, that spell of 10 years when they won the title every year. They we um, just sort of did it with swagger, but it was like we knew we were going to win. We had no doubt mm-hmm. that we were the best, and there were other teams that were doing well in a couple of seasons. Roma had a good year and gave us a run one <coughs> season. Uh, Napoli another year gave us a run, but but ultimately there never really seemed to be any doubt in like the players' minds and the fans' minds, even that it was going to be us. It was, yeah. Listen, we got to do it, but we, we got spoiled. Definitely. Now it feels like, yeah, but now it feels like it could go either way. And, and I think if Inter or Juve lose the title, which it appears one of them will, and the other will, will win. Right. Um, if things keep going as they are, then I don't know that. I mean, it, I think, the team that loses will be devastated, but it won't be because they thought they were, you know, deserving of it. It'll just be disappointing because they put up a valiant effort and and fell up short. But that's kind of what it's about. It's, Giovanni, it's let me even ask if you. they don't win, it, it will still be it'll still have been an exciting season. You take the pain of losing to Inter and you let mm-hmm. it, you know, drive you. If you beat them, that also drives you. I think Giovanni, they'll win it me- though. Giovanni, let me ask you. At this point, I mean, our sensibilities changed from the beginning of the season to now. At this point, if Juve does lose the Scudetto by, by two points, three points, or they, they completely go off the rails and, and just lose it by several points, would you be disappointed? Or are you still, hey, top two finish? We were coming into the season not knowing what's going to happen. Are you are you spoiled by Juve being what what they are now? Oh, look, man, I'm not spoiled by you because I've seen you for so long. I've seen good times, bad times. I've seen Serie B. I've seen I've seen it all so far. <clears throat> and in saying that, I can also say that I recognize trends 
and what I've recognized has been a switch in a winning team. The first year of Conte, there was a switch in that team that although on paper did not have the same skilled players as others, they were going to win it. They were going to they were going to go on that like long marathon and, and and win it. And that's what I see in this team here. They're young. Um, a few people are back with, they had a ton of scrutiny, like Chesney had a couple of poor outings at the beginning. Everybody was crying for Donnarumma and now Chesney is solid again and so on and so forth. Right. So what I, what happened with, with Cristiano Ronaldo leaving and some of these other off the football field issues, I think had a psychological impact. Did we just lose Giovanni? Did we lose him? Okay. Hey, sorry. Yeah, I think I dropped him back. Um, I'm back. So I think what I was saying is like over the past two years, the entire ownership got jettisoned. This has, a, this has an impact psychologically on a team. And I think kudos to the new management, kudos to Allegri, and to the players themselves for get, uh, for kind of like waking back up. To me, this team, they're going to run it back. They're going to win the Scudetto. I am not worried about it. Inter is going to have to get in uh, and like into Champions League mode in spring, and that's where they're going to start dropping points. You would so think. That's yeah, that, that's, a, that's a consideration that we don't have. Is um, is that we won't have to divert attention just like when we kind of righted the ship in 2011-12 under Conte the first year. Recall we 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 bombed the year prior and we just focused on the leg guy and that was it. Um, it's almost like there's been like a freedom lifted off of the whole club's shoulders. You know, management being able to turn the page, learn from the mistakes, bring in Juntoli, try to right the financial ship. You know, not going to be crazy for us, yeah. department, and uh, as they had done, you know, years prior. And I think Allegri, I think, was free to an extent because he knew that management had changed. He got, you know, their seal of approval, and and um, they I, 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 I guess the goal was to really just make top four, right? I see, yeah, I exactly. Financially stabilize the ship. So it, I think yeah, that freedom has right. enabled them to produce the results that we've seen now. Yeah, and again, I'm not too concerned about the finances. That stuff will write itself. And there are broader implications to kind of take that into the account, right, with also the Italian government and stuff like that. But to me, just looking at the field, this Juventus team, man, does not, has now believed that they're in it till the end. Like, yeah. the past two years, they, they, they may have worn the Juventus colors. They did not play like Juve. This team of... New people, even like folks that Nicolucci Caviglia, who like this dude has come and he's doing he's doing his job. He's doing a solid forty minutes. He's and everybody's giving their due. Rugani rides the bench. When he doesn't ride the bench, he plays cleanly. He plays solid. You shout out to Rugani, man. So yeah, it's that's why I'm saying like the whole team is believing this. You're going to see <clears> – <throat> just wait till it starts getting, like, into that tough schedule of, like, a game every three days for Inter. You're mm -hmm. going to start seeing chinks in that armor, 
and it's just going to come crashing in true Inter style. Watch you heard it here first. You heard it here first, happens. boys and girls. Giovanni, Giovanni's predicting the Scudetto, which yeah, you, 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 you can't like. forget the value of luck. You know, there are a lot of games that were one goal matches that we won one nil. How many of those do we have this year early on in the first half? I mean, a couple of those results don't go your way and you're fucked. That's kind of that was kind of like the the re. The well, let's not let's let's not forget. We let's would, not forget how much help Inter are getting. Like I know it's a let's let, let's talk about it. All you see online is UF fans sending Inter fans screenshots and back and forth and back and forth. Mafia this, mafia that. It's getting a little old, but you can't deny. Listen, the difference is to me is that you know Juve's calls can be. You, the Juve goals that co- go towards us or against us, actually, they can they can be debatable. But some of the stuff that Inter does is just like, are, are you? It's, it's like that LeBron meme. Are you seeing this? Like, just these calls are just these calls are ridiculous. You know. So it's uh, to me, to me, that's the difference. What's up, I'm gonna be honest with you. I haven't watched an Inter game that hasn't involved Juve. In a long mm-hmm. time, I have not watched. I barely even followed what they've been doing. I checked the result, and that's it. I don't even watch their mm-hmm. highlights. I don't. I don't care. Get yeah. the fuck. You know, it, it is. I don't think that the extent to which, um, the extent to which outside factors could influence the game is really that prominent. I think it's happened before for sure. We've all heard the wiretaps from. 2005 six and you know the, the the old italian men joking about rigging the system basically right and, um i don't think it's really all that deep i doubt it's happening again if it is you know let them try but it's that's part of the gamesmanship that's part of the gamesmanship of running an italian football club but we you can know, all agree that they get away with let them. They're, you they're, know? They're, they're, they're fans are the worst. I mean, I see stuff online. It's like, man. They think we're, we're the worst because, I, because I, you're I, fans of opposing teams that, that post memes at each other. Just don't even think about them. Out of mind. I don't even, you know, I don't even care enough to hate, uh, you know. I got you. So yeah, I don't see it. My algorithm doesn't teach me that. That's the yeah, I know. I know. I know. Um, Read do you the guys want to talk about? Like Giovanni, right? Um, so, so before we before we get into Lichtsteiner, that sounded wrong. Let's talk about the Juventus Sassuolo game. Three goals scored. Two goals, Vlaovic. One goal, Chiesa, off the bench. Um, Giovanni, your thoughts on the game and um, how we responded? It was like sixteen games in a row without without a loss, that right? Something like that, but uh, it was a good game, man. I've actually enjoyed the past handful of games from the team. It was very open. Um, You saw a team that was definitely, you know, looking to to take it to Sassuolo. And I Mm. think that's the only way that you can win against Sassuolo. Because I'll I'll also say that Sassuolo, regardless of the fact that they were two goals down, they, they kept attacking. That's uh that's kind of a problem for a team like you, right? Um, so um, I really liked it. It's been it's been a re- it was a really good match, um, solid. 
just solid. And thankfully, the few times that um, Sassuolo did break through, uh, the defense either recovered or Chesney was there. So to me, it was a very enjoyable game, personally speaking. What do you guys think of uh, of Locatelli? I feel like he's the most underrated, underpraised player of this year. Um, he switched positions, like, doing well. I don't. Yeah, the problem with Locatelli is that he's not. I don't know if he's utilizing his skills as best as possible. Like technically, does he have to? He, he doesn't have to, and that's the thing, and that's you why know? he's been he's been solid, and you just. Thankfully, you put him where you put him, and he plays well. Uh, but technically, he should be playing where Rabio is playing, right? He's they're they're kind of like duplicates. They're kind of similar players in style. But you're not going to move Rabio, and there really isn't anybody that's like uh, you know like a playmaking midfielder technically other than him. Fajoli was supposed to be the the guy, but <laughs> goddamn it, him and. <laughs> you know, internet betting, just I can't even. But here we are. Yeah, we we talked about it on the last podcast. By the way, you can always go back and listen to our podcasts. Um, yeah, we 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 had a we had a good. It was it was in the last year, but uh, yeah. hey, holidays are busy. But yeah, I I can't wait for Fajoli to be back. The whole mess with Pogba. Uh, do, do we? There, there's talk of Pogba coming back, and people are hopeful. We, we've written that we, that train has that train has passed, right? They won't have it. They won't pay him. They're going to terminate his contract for breach of for breach. If, if they're going to do, unfortunately, they're going to sacrifice him to the gods, and it's going to be over for him. They're not paying Saudi him Arabia. Here we come. And you would, and you would, you'd also fuck, you'd also mess that like locker room dynamic. Fajali is a young kid. He did something stupid. He came out clean. I think you, the, from a PR perspective, you cleaned that up well. The Pogba one is even more inexcusable. Like he's a he's a grown ass professional. He's made his millions. It's not his first rodeo. It, it was just pedestrian management and just lack of professionalism professionalism on his part. That's it. And I love the guy, man. I I love yeah. Pogba. Like love him, but. He messed up, man. He's done. He's done. I love him in the past. You know, I love him from 10 years ago. I love him for what he's done, and that's it. I don't need to see more from him. Man, when he when he left, it was it was let him go to Saudi uh, Arabia. Yeah. That hurt money. He wants to play that hurt. I don't even uh, know if FIFA will let him play. That's the thing. So he wouldn't even be able to go to Saudi Arabia. I don't think FIFA is gonna let him play. I think he's done and it's just an unfortunate cut to a career. Like, how do you end your career like that? Stupid. He's de facto retired, yeah. I mean, unless or until something changes. I don't know if he's going through legal channels. I, I don't know how long of a ban it is. Lengthy. Was it at least three it's, years? It's right? two and a half years, if not more. Two and a half years. Oof. He might come back and make some money and go play in Saudi Arabia if he wants to rediscover the love of the game. He's Muslim. He likes it. He'll go visit Mecca. He'll be happy. He'll get paid a lot of money, you know. I maybe you don't write him off, you know, but I think he's also got enough money. I don't think he, and he's been to Mecca, you know, I don't think, I think he's going to, he's, he's only going to go if he really probably believes in it. Um, if he's feeling it in his soul. Yeah. But we're, we're, we're not seeing him again. I don't think, I think Locatelli is, what I like about him is I think he's kind of discovered the type of player that he is, that he should be, you know, when a guy's younger, he's not now, he'll be, I think he's 26 now, you know, he's, He's, uh, he's he's entering his prime. 
when you're younger, you don't really know what will become of a player. You don't know what um, he'll be able to do with the men because, you know, when you're one of the better Primavera players or you're like a strong U21 guy, it's great to be able to do more with them than you're doing with the senior team. But it's not really until you've kind of either grabbed the wool, grabbed the bull by the horns and effectively like, you know, forged your own destiny, right? To the extent that like, say, uh, Tonali has done. Tonali's a younger player and I know he's kind of fucked it up a little bit with the, the betting and, and, um, and everything that's coming with that. But prior to that, he had firmly established himself as one of the best young midfielders in the world. And it was clear that he was going to be playing a certain way and he had established himself and so on. Whereas Locatelli kind of went in waves, right? He, he was on loan um, to Sassuolo. He wound up turning it around. He, he'd had, you know, moments of producing producing some offense, but he's also he's also kind of, I don't know, he, he's also kind of always been a, an engine, and I think that's kind of what he's just best at. You don't need to see flareful box-to-box from every single guy to be a key, you know, keg in the system. So, so, so let me ask you a question. Both of you, quick questions, uh, quick answers. Um, talk about Allegri leaving, you know, finding their replacement right now. Would you guys at this point get rid of Allegri? No. No. As, like right right now? So I, I, are you no, saying after this season is over? No, no, regardless of the, of the result. No. Why, why would they do that? Apparently, no, they're, that's the talk. That's the talk. I don't know. I don't know. It was talking a year ago that he would evolve into a management role, a managerial position, kind of be like a sporting director, kind of like an Arsene Wenger type of situation, um, where I think Wenger was kind of both coach and sporting director. He was kind of the guy on which football manager was based, right? He was like the first guy to do that. I think hmm. the idea would be to have him be like a Ralph Rangnick type of guy. Uh, remember him, right, from RB Leipzig? Who wound up coaching again. Yeah, man, let me tell you. In Italy, clubs, they don't operate like that. <clears throat> They're not going to do no, that but, like but, or Bundesliga. But if I, anyone's going to be the first, I think the thinking would be that it might be Juve, right? I, I don't agree with it, but I think the thinking was that they might do that to get rid of him as coach, and then he turned it around, and now we love him again. But I wonder if maybe when there was, like, managerial turnover, they just – told him, listen, can you stick around for a while? You're already on the payroll. The players know you. And he, and maybe he said, fine, I'll give you a year. And, maybe, you know, you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. It could be that the intention was for him, for him to only ever coach one more season and then transition into a more managerial position above, you know, above the coaching pay grade. But then he's who do you bring in? A, I'm reading Thiago Marta. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. It's a risk. He's not a behind-the-desk kind of guy. He's not a behind-the-desk kind of guy. He's a uh, – he's, uh, I – you know, the fuck? Did everybody leave? Right? Okay. No, I agree. I'm still here. <laughs> I'm not walking out on you. I'm going to get a charger. Far had left too, but no. I no, no, I'm, I'm still here. I, I have the microphone. No, I agree with you. I agree he's yeah, not no, a behind the desk guy. Look, I, I, he's not a, he's not a behind the desk guy. I don't think I, he's I don't going think to he's leave. And, um, you know, I, if he does leave, it's just going to be for him to because he wants to leave Juve. I don't think Juve is going to bounce him, um, especially if he's getting success. So, yeah, that's my thought on him right now. Although, you know, Juve should be thinking about what a future without Allegri looks like because he could wake up one day like Conte and say, I'm out of here. But I doubt he'll do that. 
so do I. He just doesn't have the same getup as him. My my audio might have just gotten a little screwed up. If that's the case, I apologize. I had to disconnect the mic for a sec, but hopefully you could still hear me. All right. I, yeah, I don't think I don't think he's that same guy. Conte is uniquely Conte is uniquely selfish. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I I agree. I think Conte. I mean, we've seen it. We lived through it. So that's the case. Um, I don't I, I don't know. To me, I think. Allegri, right now, he brings stability to the club. They know him. He knows Juve. And any change, I think, is just going to be very disruptive to a club and a team that is 100% in a rebuilding phase. We may win the Scudetto, but we're not done building. I think it's we're at least a couple of years away to where we were at our apex when we got Ronaldo. I think we're about two two and a half seasons away from that. Yeah, Champions League success, money to come with, and the ability to hypothetically buy big players if you want to, which I don't think is ever the move, but the ability to do that, which we were able to do at the time that we signed Ronaldo, I think, uh, I think that would be that would be kind of the next evolution, right? Is after that, you know, kind of at the peak of that rebuild, when that rebuild was fully done and we were, um, fuck, am I alone here? <laughs> I might be alone on the pod. I think Giovanni just stepped out, but I'll keep this, I'll keep this rolling. Um, nice. I'm going to get to keep this rolling without Farhad losing his mind and ringing the bell. So, um, on Shanti audio, mind you. In any event, I, I think when, when talking to the humble listener one-on-one now, just you and I, just me and <laughs> the sweet dulcet tones of my voice in your ear. You guys remember when we signed Ronaldo in 2018, we had been succeeding for a number of years and it was almost like that was kind of the peak for us. We'd made a couple Champions League finals. We had put ourselves in a pretty good financial position. We'd been very financially responsible at that point. We didn't have to buy Ronaldo, but the fact that we were able to put that money together, I think, is just a testament to the health of the club and where it was at. I agree with Giovanni that I think we're a couple of years off from that. I think that... um, I think that if we win the title... And if the guys come back in, then I'll ask them. If not, then I think this tech issue might signal the end of the pod. <laughs> but I think if we if we wind up winning the Scudetto this year, then what does Allegri do, right? He'll have won it before. He has won it before. He'll have won it in two separate spells. And you wonder if he might just say, you know what, it's a great time to walk out on top, kind of like Spalletti did. I don't think that's what Allegri would do. I think he'd want to stick around for more success and probably want to give it one more go in the Champions League or in the Champions League to go on a, a run there, you know, in that other competition that is so illustrious. But you never know, I suppose. But the thing with Spalletti was, respectfully, he had never really won anything his whole career. Won a title at Napoli, a title who a team who had basically not won anything for his lifetime, you know, for half his life. A team that, how about this? A team that hadn't won anything, you know, since I've been alive. Um, and Spalletti quit. He was like, that's it. This is the pinnacle of what I could achieve and I'm done. Allegri doesn't feel like one of those guys. Allegri feels like a guy who's got a little bit of that crazy in him. He's probably just crazy enough to stick around even when he shouldn't anymore and he has displayed on a number of occasions an instinct to leave if the 
factors aren't perfect. When he no longer felt that he had the management's backing, he left, right? Recall. Um, when he thought that the squad needed a revamp a couple years ago, and he was probably right about that, but back in 2019. But he is a psycho in a positive way, and he probably will want a little more juice. If he wins the title, I think he might just stick around for another hit, you know? That's what I think. All right, the guys aren't coming back. I think that might signal the end of the pod. <laughs> I'll take this into my own hands here. Happy birthday to Stefan Lichsteiner. I think Farhad wanted to wish him a happy birthday, even though he already privately messaged the motherfucker. <laughs> uh, and uh, subscribe to Turin Giants on whatever audio platform you're listening to this on. YouTube, Dash and Dave do regular live streams during games, post-game. They do a great job. They're very committed to it. As we mentioned, Kevin is on the ground in Turin providing cool footage for you guys. I think Farhad wants to do a cool thing with Zach, a cool new show, bringing it to the channel. Hopefully, I know it's a thing that's in the works. It's some insider info. We'll see where that all goes, but stick around for that. If you're listening to this on an audio platform, if you rate the pod, that helps. Subscribe if you're just tuning in for the first time. I'm Sam Adamo. I host The Bordello. You can subscribe to my podcast on YouTube or any all any and all audio platforms. And um, thanks for tuning in. I'm not the host that loves you most, but I'm the guy who's going to take this <laughs> into the home stretch. I've been Sam Adamo. This might make it into the pod. This might not. If it does, thanks for tuning in. Fino alla fine, forza Juve.